respect. And I think you have successive uh, degrees of persuasion. Oh yeah. Well, generally you show up, you know, with a guy, and you pull out a cannon, you know, and then you open you open up the chamber, you know, you look you look make sure it's loaded, then you put put uh, the chamber back, you know, you put the revolver, close it up, stick it back in your pocket. Say, listen, I want to talk to you. You don't have to go any further. Uh, in what contingency, in, in what situation would you uh, kill uh, Oh, I wouldn't man. kill a customer. You would not? No, he can't pay me. What good is he me dead? So you slam him. So I hurt him a little. You hurt him a little. Then he doesn't pay you. I hurt him some more. There's a point of hurting where he pays. You got the message. It's time for another message. We'll be right back. Do the police know you? Oh, yeah. Do they know you're a killer? Oh, yeah. No question. No, you don't underestimate the police. I mean, they got their people. They got their informants. They know what you're doing. You're bookmaking, they know it. You're a hitman, they know it. They know who you are. Do you pay off the police? When I'm bookmaking, sure. When, when I got a numbers thing going, I, gotta pay. I can't operate unless I pay them off. How does the payoff work? Well, it depends on what kind of an operation you got. If you're bookmaking and you got phones, you pay so much per phone. If you got a Who number, you pay? Cop on the beat? No, 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 no. You pay, uh, you, you pay somebody that's in the division, or you pay somebody that's in the borough. Generally, or it's, uh, go something, uh, most times it goes right into the commissioner's office. And then uh, you pay so much per phone. Uh, if you have men on the street on a numbers thing, you pay so much per man. How many phones have you had working? Well, biggest office I was ever uh, in, we had uh, six phones. And what were you paying per phone? $2,000 a month per phone. Two thousand a month per phone. Right. Twelve thousand a month. That's correct. In cash. C A S H. Delivered to the Delivered. headquarters. No, guy comes around. You know, that's why that's that's where the white bag man comes from, because he because he carries a little black bag. And they give him an envelope. He sticks in his pocket. If a raid is coming, are you called ahead of time? Oh yeah, we we'll call them. Told. Well, if they pick up one of our men, they let us know. Right, so the police know all about you. Oh, sure. And they would know all about the 38 murders? Well, well take the three. They're pretty sure of the ones that I've done. They just can't prove Have it. you been called in on all the ones you've I've done? I've been called in on 17 of them. Besides the one of those, besides the three I uh, was acquitted of. Do they seem anxious to solve the murder? Not really that anxious. They, so we went, you know, they, they, they harass you or hassle you for maybe about an hour or two. I say, look, you got something on me, book me. If not, is there a payoff to get out of it? No way. No. You just pick up and walk. And I said, you got something? I said, I call my lawyer. Joe, why are you doing this television show? Well, I wrote a book. And uh, I like, I want to publicize the book. Isn't your life in jeopardy? No. Sure it is. They, they, knew, my, they know who I am, I'm dead. But unlike a lot of guys, I'm not a stool pigeon. I didn't get up before uh, any committees, and I didn't name any names. I didn't put anybody in the joint. 
Well, then why would you run the risk of getting killed to publicize Because I a book? think it's time that the public found out that they, that they can't outlaw what people want. I don't care how you try it. You can't do it. Everything I have done has stemmed from the fact that it was outlawed to begin with by people. That's Why do you think there are so many people in this business? Because of the money that's there. And this could all be legitimized. Gambling, you're talking about. Gambling, prostitution, even narcotics. You, if you, let's, well, let's take the hard thing, narcotics, which repulses everybody. Who makes an addict? He makes himself. So now you got an addict, all right? Now that the guy is illegal because he's illegal if he sells it, he's illegal if he uses it, he's illegal if he possesses it. So take this, uh, this guy's got to go out and steal in order to get the money to go have it. Now, if you legalize narcotics, he goes to a hospital, he gets a shot, this guy goes to work, you don't have to steal. That's number one. You've run narcotics in from Mexico? I've run them in from Mexico, yeah. How'd you do that? Uh, I used to tape them to the rim of a wheel, inside the wheel, and put the tire back over I used, to, I used to bring in eight kilos at a time. Did they ever take the wheels off the no, car? No, I had the car searched. They pulled the wheel off the car, but they never took the tire off the wheel. Okay. That was the closest I ever come. Did you have to... Then after that, I had car blanche. I used to drive back and forth like I owned the place. You made a lot of money doing that. I made a hell of a lot of money doing that. Why did you quit? Why did I quit? Because the man I was working for died. Why didn't you go into the narcotic business with somebody else? I wasn't that interested in it. Well, you're making big money from it. Yeah, but I was doing all right. I got no, I had no complaints. See, I'm funny. Like I work, I, like a guy I was working for. Man, he's dead now. Dragner. Uh, he was good to me. I worked for him. He was good to me, and he had things going. Everything was fine. When he died, it was a big scramble for who wanted who, this, that, and everything, and nobody knew which way it was up. You know, they, they're all playing, playing a game, you know, about what their end was going to be and what your end was going to be. And the way they work it is, they threw the money in the air. Whatever stuck to the, to the ceiling was yours. I didn't need these guys. Uh, when Dragner died, what did you do? I moved around a while. I had some money and I had some, you know, I, I wasn't really that interested. Then uh, I did a few odds and ends. And then I had a couple of contracts that I took care of. Hijacking? Huh? No, it wasn't hijacking. And I had, no, I had a couple of hit contracts that I did. In the intro. Hit contract is twenty thousand a year. Twenty thousand a shot. Twenty thousand a shot, and you've done uh, thirty-five shots. That's correct. Professionally. Well, roughly. I mean, it wasn't always twenty. You know, twenty thousand. It went up. You know, as time went by. Go up depending on how important the man is. No, it went up on depending on what the price was. You know, like it started out like for a while, for a long time, the price was ten grand. Then the price. Oh, one day I turned around and the price had doubled. You do hits today? Price is right, yeah. And uh, what else? Skyjack. Uh, uh, no, not skyjacking. Not skyjacking. That's not my line, pal. Hijacking. Hijacking. Yeah, well, I used to, I've hijacked some trucks that had merchandise that I could dispose of very quickly. And you're into pornographic? Pornography, yeah. You're selling movies? Yeah, we Dirty make them with some. Yeah. There's a market for them. Remember one thing, my friend, and I'm without you, there's no me. And by you, I don't mean you per se. I mean you, the public. Because if the public didn't want it, we couldn't sell it. The public didn't want to make a bet, we couldn't book it. The public didn't want narcotics, we couldn't sell it. The public didn't want to borrow money, we couldn't lend it. And also, you couldn't do any of this without the active cooperation of the police. Correct. And, and politicians. 
What I am saying is this. A lot of the things that we are into can be legalized. And the money derived from this could all but eliminate all your sales taxes. And not only that, but you could build your schools and your hospitals and your roads, and you can have enough money left over to take care of all the people that are on welfare. You have any idea of the kind of money I'm talking about? You have any idea what's bet in this city alone every year? How much? $20 billion a year is bet in this city. Now, you got to figure, we keep at least 15% of that. How do you know these figures, Joe? Hey, I've had offices. I've been in offices. I, 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 I show you guys, they think nothing of betting five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 on a ball game, 1000 across on a horse, and they got the money. All right? I can show you, I can break it down from your $2 better to your $10,000 better. This city is full of them, and every city is full of them. Remember one thing about a gambler. He will go anywhere to have his game. You, can, you can't write laws against it. They've done it. What has it proved? Do you gamble? Sure I do. I'm a bigger gambler than anybody. I blow most of my money gambling, but I enjoy gambling. Do you take drugs? Nope. Never take a drug in my life. Do you have any other bad habit besides gambling and killing? Broads. Broads, you like? You say in your book that women find you irresistible. No, I didn't say they find me irresistible. They find you sexually very attractive. They find, they find the fact of what I do attractive. Do you tell them what you do? No, well, like, I, like I'll give you an example. At a party one time, after I had been acquitted, I was introduced to this girl who incidentally come from one of your better families, right? She couldn't wait to jump into bed with me. Because you were a killer. That's correct. And that's somehow alluring. Yeah, to her. <laughs> it, was she just a stunning exception? Or no. A lot of women. When broads find out that you deal in violence, and controlled violence, as I call it, uh, the fact that they know that you've taken a life, or they know that you do this, or you have no compunctions about it, they, it has a strange fascination. Don't ask me what it is. I don't know. How long does the fascination last? I don't know. I told you, but with you two or three times, and all of a sudden, they look up and they say, where the hell am I? Okay, now you're on this show, and you run in a serious danger with your life. Well, I'm hoping that with a little luck, I won't, I won't get unlucky. Why is it worth the candle just to sell some copies of your book? No, it's not that. It's, to me, it's worth, what I want to do is I want to... I think it's time that we came out of the closet. I think it's time that I'm sick and tired of seeing headlines of the mob this, the mob that. Because everything we do can be legitimized, and I think it's time that it was. Well, why? And if it were legitimized, you'd be out of business. Yeah. No, I wouldn't really be out of business. I could always find something in the industry to do because it would be legitimate. But you can't let the politicians have it. I think it's time that the public got the benefit out of it. The public, the public is the biggest suckers that ever lived. You ro they're robbed every day, up one side and down the other, by the legitimate man by us. Only we, and then we give them a better break. You're very well organized. Extremely. Remember one thing, we don't have any union problems. We don't have to worry about retirement dues, pensions. No strikes. No strikes. We're, we're more efficient than, the, than any organization you can think of. You think you're better organized than General Motors? Hell yes. Federal government? Right. We don't have no waste. 
We don't have we don't we don't type things up in triplicate. Here's a good one there. I'll be right back in one minute. 